Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. All right, Kenya, we're back. We are back, Will. I missed you last week. I missed you. I missed you last week. I, yeah, I wish you would have been on that one because uh, he was just bringing in a lot of information. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, I listened. I did listen. And so, uh, Brian, wow, he, he gave some amazing information and inside scoop. My gosh, that was that was yes, fantastic. So for our listeners who missed episode 23, you need to go. You need to go back um, yep. one episode and check it out because you're going to get a wealth of information about syncing your music and music licensing, licensing and trying to get your music played um, on our favorite TV shows and trailers and all exactly. of that. Exactly. All the movies. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And in fact, he's even like helping artists review their stuff. Right. I saw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to be calling Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's good to be back, though. Good to be back. Great. 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 Well, uh, before we jump in, I'll give a music tip for everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, the music tip is it's November and if you're trying to buy new music, gear, software, all the good stuff, uh, my tip is wait till Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Have, have, what kind gotta, of percentages do you get off? What kind of discounts? Do you oh, make? man, it's it, it varies. I mean, up to 70% wow. sometimes. Um, I got a, a whole rack of uh, sound libraries for uh, and, and plugins for some of my software. So. And really, you know, of course, they price it up during the year just so they can make the money. But on Black Friday, it's like ridiculous. So, yeah, that's really good information. Yeah, that's a very good tip, because I think we we're always just thinking about our little, you know, selfish personal stuff. But, yeah, that's a good time for any business owner for probably a lot of things, you know, from your sound equipment to whatever um, business things that you're trying to put into motion. So, that's that's yep, a good tip. Yep. That's a good tip. All right. So what uh you're you're leading the topic today. <laughs> so what uh what uh what do you have on tap for uh, us? well this is kind of for self we talk about selfish. This is a little bit <laughs> for selfish <laughs> reasons. Um I wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit on this, but also talk about it um and provide a little bit more insight. Um, on crowdfunding. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And so I guess crowdfunding, just for those in case, you know, sometimes that's a buzzword and people don't understand that. Crowdfunding is when you're asking people, it's basically fundraising for your projects. So your GoFundMe, Mm -hmm. your Kickstarter, uh, Pledge Music is um, really becoming more popular for musicians, uh, Patreon, these are all mm-hmm. basically platforms for individuals to be able to fundraise online um, to pay for their projects or to pay yep. for whatever endeavor, you know, event, whatever it is they're trying to do. And um, I have never done a crowdfunding um thing but i'm thinking about i'm about nine to eight percent sure (laughs) that i will be doing it 
And I'll, and I'll say this, because I think this is the reason why a lot of people haven't done it or don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they think that it's because uh, once you're an entrepreneur, once you are building your business, building your brand and you're in that mindset, you're not thinking about um, either getting grants or mm-hmm. or getting any type of outside people just to fund you just if they're not buying anything. Mm-hmm. So right. it's it's that that mindset. And I and. I I just want to, and, and trust me, I was on the same page and, you know, I, I, I was, was, had a little feeling about crowdfunding of, you know, should I do it or should I not? Or, mm-hmm. you know, or how, how would people think, what would people think about, you know, me doing it, even though I've been successful doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And, and my thoughts are, um, it's fine. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. because what it is, uh, as, especially if you're an artist, and you consider your music um, more artistic. I mean, if, especially for jazz musicians. I mean, you you definitely need crowdfunding because yeah. uh, the uh, the market share for jazz is is really low. Yeah. So um, you you need to have people helping to fund your art. But yeah. I, I think just it, it's I think it's that that um, that nonprofit for profit mindset. People are trying to just weigh what that is. And even though you're receiving crowdfunding, it's not a non, you're not, you're not a nonprofit. Right. You're just getting uh, funding, outside funding, basically almost like a venture capital situation, but they don't, they're not getting any shares in your company. Right. <laughs> so and well, the shares that they're getting are, are little gifts. <laughs> exactly. And so, exactly. you know, all of these platforms have, you know, I think done, you know, a really solid job to try to encourage artists to create incentives so that people do feel like, you know, they're giving, but there is some kind of return, you know, on their gift. Right. Um, and I think for me, what kind of made me feel a little questionable one time is I had a fan uh, one time send a really kind of negative um, comment about <laughs> about crowdfunding and okay. um, really um, had expressed that, they were concerned about artists that do that and that artists will use that money um, not necessarily for what they said they're using it for um, mm-hmm. or that you may not get the incentive that you said you were going um, or you give that incentive that you said you were going to give. Um, so right, it, was, right. it was a little bit of a negative taste in the mouth and that was coming from a fan. So that's what kind of made me like, oh, dear, you know, um, I mean, right, I hadn't. Right. I, I hadn't done it. I was just kind of throwing out some things and had gotten a message about that. But I, you know, I agree as artists, I mean, and particularly I've been just really trying to read more and more about the current state of the music industry. And right. um I'm trying to stay <laughs> I'm trying to stay bright eyed and not be Debbie Downer, you know. Um, but I do think that people need to understand um, just like, you know, it, it, it's funny you mentioned the nonprofit thing because there are a lot of things. I, I feel like music is becoming this free entity, you know, like people right, are just right. kind of getting it for free, you know, and, um, and or just for very minimal investment. They're getting pretty strong return in that <laughs> you're getting mm-hmm. you're getting music and music is not a situation that's cheap to make. So right. 
Um, but we don't have taxes for music. You know what I mean? Like you can't pay into a system. Um, right, and, right. you know, we're just paying so we can get paid all this money to be able to make this great art. So I do think that, you know, people keep complaining about, I hear more and more people complaining about today's current music and things like that. But you have to understand that you can't make quality music without a budget you know, without money, you have to have resources. And so there are cheaper ways to go about doing things um, that may also then turn into not maybe as enticing music, you know, it may not be Mm -hmm. as interesting music. Um, So I, you know, I just for, you know, for artists listening, um, you know, I agree with you, Will, I think, you know, I, as I said, I, I do believe my next project, um, will involve some crowdfunding. Um, I've got mm-hmm. some a few tricks up my sleeve, I think, the way I'm going to present it. It's not a situation where I'm not going to invest, you know, any of my dollars. I absolutely will have to. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I I have now decided, you know, and I, 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 so I said, let me do a podcast and, you know, talk it out even more. Talk it out, right, right, um, right. But yeah, so well, let, let, let me give a couple. Uh, well, actually, just just one vantage point. This is this came up as a, as I thought about it. Mm-hmm. And if if you're a major label artist, uh, then I don't suggest crowdfunding yeah. because that's what the label is for. That's what <laughs> the label for. is to, yep. to, They're your to pay for your product. <laughs> exactly. Right. But if you're an indie artist, it is perfectly all right to seek crowdfunding for any projects that you're doing, because you don't have major label backing and these projects can, they cost a lot of money yeah. and, and it's, it takes a lot. Yeah. And, you know, for any indie artist who's just, who just doesn't have any financial support, crowdfunding is like a godsend. So I would say take advantage of mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. And, um, and I think I know it's taken me, it's, it's exactly what you had said kind of earlier. You know, I kind of got this like, well, you know, how's that going to appear, you know, me asking right, for right. money, you know, but the reality is, you know, like you just said, the label is the crowdfunder for major artists. And so mm-hmm. as independent artists, the way that we're able to perform and be is through our supporters um, and, you know, people who are buying us, you know, and, and who are fans of us and, you know, technically supporting our our, our art by attending our shows, by buying our merch, why wouldn't they then support our art by right. investing in us creating more art? Um, and so, um, so yeah. So, so do you think, are there any particular crowdfunding platforms that you, and I don't know because that doesn't sound like you've done uh, maybe. Yeah. Campaign, I, I haven't but, done a whole, yeah. A whole lot of focus on it. So I don't know any other other ones that everybody else knows, you know, Kickstarter, um, mm-hmm. uh, was it, is it fun, fun rise? I don't know if that's, no, that's, I think that's something else, but Patreon. Yeah. I've <laughs> there heard are, of them there and, are and, a uh, lot. There's a lot of smaller entities that are kind of popping right. up now. Obviously that's a business in itself, which I think yep. you have to kind of keep that in mind as you try to decide which one, you know, if you decide Indiegogo. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Right. There's a, there, yeah. Indiegogo. And I haven't seen a lot of Indiegogo lately, so I'm not quite sure what their status is. What I would say is more what I'm, what I'm seeing more, what I have contributed to the past two mm-hmm. times I've been making contri- contributions were with pledge music. Um, okay. And I think pledge music is, 
um, well, they're at least branding themselves, you know, to, to try to be kind of the premier platform for musicians. Um, and so, you know, Kickstarter, GoFundMe, you know, those are all, I mean, you could be GoFundMe. I mean, it could be for anything. It could be, you know, totally, completely not creative related at all. It may be, you know, that you're trying to, you know, I've seen a lot of people use GoFundMe when there's some type of illness and they're trying to pay for health Mm -hmm. bills Mm -hmm. or if there's been a sudden death with somebody and they're paying, you know, to give the family some money. Right, right. Um, but Pledge Music has kind of become, I think it's trying to pride itself to really say, you know, we're really, we're really here for musicians and we're really here to um, support, you know, m- music. And so, um, you know, everything is really driven on that. I have seen a few artists who were very successful with Pledge Music. And, Pledge me. Yeah. Okay. And, and the music. cool thing about what Pledge Music is trying to do with their branding um, is, you know, they've got what you, you know, you mentioned kind of major artists. They have a lot of artists who at one time may have been signed to a label right? or who, you know, had definitely been in the mainstream who are now doing yep. some of their own independent projects and they use, you know, pledge music. And so, um, it's, it's, you know, definitely when you go to their website, it, it will look impressive because you will see some very familiar artists that you're like, what? They did pledge mm-hmm. music on their project. Um, so I think that's a good, that's obviously a good look and a good um, referral or a good way to say, <laughs> you know, if this artist was willing to use us, you know, we can, we can help you too. So um, let me, yeah, go ahead. let me give uh, some context actually to the, uh, the history yes, of, uh, of music and musicians. So uh, music has traditionally and all arts pretty much have been traditionally funded by patrons. Mm-hmm. And this goes way back uh this go to the early days of just people making music. Um even to the to the the, the shamans in the the tribe and the musicians in the tribe when they when they play people would would give them money when they play mm-hmm. or the king would would you know fund them while they play. But even Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, all these people were funded mm-hmm. by uh, a, a noble person. Mm-hmm. So now in the days where we, we're not a, a feudal society, <laughs> we <laughs> were a democratic, supposedly democratic society. And uh, if, if people want good art, then it, it should be funded at some level. Yeah. And the best way to do that democratic in a democratic society is democratically by the people. Yep. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, so if you're, if, so if let's say you're out here and you're listening to this podcast and you've been thinking about it. And so now we're telling you, go for it, go for it. And you're like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then you're like, okay, how do I start? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously you need to do your research on a lot of different levels, but what I want to kind of bring up is you really got to inform your audience, whoever you're targeting, why this is important. And I think you bringing that up and kind of giving that historical perspective and because, you know, we get so, and I'm seeing this so much more, we get so passive in, in our lives and we just kind of do mm-hmm. because it said do. And, you know, and this is how we end up with president Trump. You know, I mean, like we're not thinking like we're not, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're not using mm-hmm. all our, our minds and concepts. And so I think that, you know, music is 
generally been that thing that just kind of is delivered to people and people kind of think it just magically, you know, appears and, and, you know, and they should, because that's the beauty of music. You know, you shouldn't be thinking Mm -hmm. about, Oh, well, how many hours did it take them to record? You know, that's not why you listen to music, but, 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 but when you're trying to, to, to get people to support you, you do have to provide some education and you do have to, um, you know, there's some, it's not just about, ooh, this is a cool image. I mean, that's definitely important when you're trying to kind of get people on board. But you've got to also inform people. And I think when people, you know, I know every time I've ever shared more of this inside scoop of, of music industry and what it really takes to get a show or it really takes to get on radio or this, mm-hmm. people are like dumbfounded. And are like, oh my god, I feel so bad. I gotta go buy everything now. Then, and they right, just right. <laughs> they they didn't realize, you know, that that is the that's what musicians and artists go through. Um, that's what's making the show unsung. You know, when it was on, I don't know if they're airing it anymore, mm-hmm. but that's what I honestly made people so intrigued is that you heard these backstories. You just thought, you know, you saw a pretty face and a great song. But hearing the struggle of, of even getting to that point, you know, the stories always, always allow you to appreciate more. So I think, you know, if you decide you want to do this, you really, you need to do your research, decide which platform, and we can kind of talk about that more step by step. But also really think about your story and right. um, and how you want your audience and those people who you plan on targeting Um to to understand why you're doing what you're doing um because the story it's all in the story and um you know and it's also in the kind of informing people well yeah so just beyond why you should do crowdfunding uh now we're into do, how to do it successfully right. and h- how to do it successfully is just that is just what you talked about is tell your story and, and craft your story to why you're doing your music why this is important to you and, you know, and why you think other people it's, it would be important to other people. Right. Um, right. Video is a great way to, to communicate that people get a chance to relate to you. Right. Uh, you know, just set just your phone up and, and record yourself. Uh, do Set your phone up horizontally. Yep. Not vertically. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep it. I know it's going to look like you're looking over to the side, but yes, that's the right. way. <laughs> <laughs> set your phone up horizontally. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so then you do that and then you, and you, you tell your story. Um, and then, and then, uh, I just made a list actually for us uh, to, to go. I knew by. you were Dr. William Smith. You know me. I got it. <laughs> the professor in you, of course, which is why we do, do this together. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I have to do that. So, um, you, you want to offer value. Basically, when whenever you're trying to get people to contribute to what you're doing, uh, and, and when anything you do be involved, you want to offer value. And uh, and one of the way there's several ways to offer value. Free CD or download, of course, is um, is like a given. Right. But you have tiers and levels of of involvement. So if someone wants to give you five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, two hundred, every, every at every level, you offer something that's of more more value at each level. Right. And um, merch is another thing, which is uh, t-shirts, hats, mugs, whatever you want to think of. Mm-hmm. And then. You can also offer comp tickets to a show. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody wants to come, come hear you play, you just give them free tickets if they contribute at a certain level. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, yeah, uh, free CD or downloads of older albums, older projects. So mm-hmm. um, if, if you have that mm-hmm. and then autograph keepsakes, 
also good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that, that if if people really are fans of yours, uh, Skype call with the artist. So mm-hmm. if they have questions, personal questions, they want to want to ask you. And then um, another thing is mention on the album. Right. Get in those liner even, notes. <laughs> yep. In, in the liner notes and maybe even in the audio part of the album, just list name all your contributors. Yeah. You know, so, so they're up. I mean, if you're a rapper, make a rap out of all the contributors, right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Just be creative with it. Right. And, and, uh, and, you know, different level. Now I wouldn't, I, and I thought about this as I was making this list up. Um, cause I think I've heard some people do this where, uh, Maybe if somebody sent in a, a audio file or something, they would include it on the album um, or maybe a phone. Like they called their phone line back in the day, you know, when people call your phone, leave a message and mm-hmm. then they would put all these messages on the, on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, I thought about anybody having their voice on your album. Yeah. If there's any repercussions for that, yeah. if they want to. Some they might get still right. It's like, hey, right. that became a hit. I own two percent. Yeah, they would have yeah, to sign so a waiver. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I might, I might, you know, stray away from that. But yeah. you know, as long as you're you're mentioning people and your your voice alone, so yeah. Um, yeah. And then at the highest level, you can just offer all of this. It'll be a, a you know bundle package of everything. Right. So yeah, and I even see like at the highest level, you get a personal concert like in your house. I've seen artists do there that. There you go. To, yeah. Um, as an incentive and those are, you know, Perfect. or dinner or something like, or, you know, you get to in person, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to Skype, but like an actual. And that's a great idea. Cause if your highest level is a thousand bucks and somebody is willing to give you a thousand bucks, you might want to talk to them in person. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, and, and one of the things I would say then as you're sitting down um, and I don't know, uh, William, if you have kind of a step by step, but first thing is, you know, research the different platforms so that you're just clear, mm-hmm. you know, because um, how you receive your money, it, that's where it varies on each different platform. Some you, you know, if you only raise 10 bucks, you get your 10 bucks. Um, some platforms are if you don't reach their goal, you get nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so you just want to make sure you're kind of clear, you know, the timing at which, you know, you're funding once your campaign is over. And there may be some, uh, platforms where, and also how long, you know, your campaign can go and things like that. Um, so do your research on, on the platform. I mentioned pledge music, um, mainly just because I know that they really, really are targeting, um, musicians, musicians. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use a platform that doesn't give you anything. Yeah. If, if you don't re- hit your hit your goal and target, I would never use a plot because number one, it's a lot of time and effort put into trying to make a campaign, and uh, it's just a bad business model if for them even because then they got to return all that money and right. it's just like why did you even do it? Yeah, you know? I think that they've so. probably that used to be the case for God was it um was it GoFundMe? I think it was Kickstarter? Was it Kickstarter that did that? Yeah, it was either GoFundMe or Kickstarter. Yeah, and I I think they've all they, you, they can't they've changed yeah because they can't be yeah, competitive. Okay. <laughs> But still, I think the timing at which you can get your money and all those different things, the fees, you know, you just want to go and kind of compare and do your research. Um, Once you've kind of compared and done your research and you've kind of settled on a site, then make sure you're just really clear going through what their recommendations. A lot of times they give you tips. They will say, you know, to be the most effective, watch this video or, you know, don't just ignore all of that because, you Mm -hmm. know, obviously they have built the platform and they know what kind of works and 
Um, and so make sure you, you know, really kind of go through what they recommend and go through some of the artists that are currently doing platforms so that, um, or uh, campaigns so that you can kind of one, get ideas on those incentives and two, see how successful people are. Those people who are really successful, you see them like at their goal or over their goal or close to their goal, go through and look at mm-hmm. what they've done because there's something they're doing. Um, not just cause they're popular, but there's something that is definitely making their supporters want to contribute. So do your research. Um, yep. The other, the second thing is after you've kind of just, you know, done and really gone through the site, now you got to research you um, <laughs> and you got to really decide, okay, and, and honestly, this needs to be done before you even check on the platform. What am I doing? You know, what am I doing? Right, What's my right. budget? What's really, you know, am I just pulling up a figure because I heard that, you know, 5,000, I should be able to get an album made, you know, because that's what everybody tells me. Or have you really sat down and really done a budget, you know, and really figured out how much is this really going to cost me, you know, to do? So, you know, honestly, that work needs to be done before even considering the crowdfunding. Um, And it's great to post that on your your crowdfunding page because people are see that you're transparent. You know exactly what you're paying for. You know exactly what money you need to raise. And they trust you by they trust giving their money to you. Right. The more transparent you can tell people, I mean, because if you're just kind of like, yeah, I need 20,000 and okay, you know, I mean, if you can say, listen, this is going to go toward, you know, the producer fees cost this, the sessions cost this, you know, the marketing, the packaging cost this, or, you know, this is, you know, the range of Mm -hmm. what these expenses are, you know, I think people, they definitely can appreciate that. So, you know, so that might be step one, honestly, is really figure all of that out. And then, you know, you're finding your platform. Um, and then when you talked about the video, you've really got to make now, now you've, you've got your idea, you've got your budget, you know what you're doing. Um, you've found the platform, you figured out your incentive levels, like what Will just mentioned. So now mm-hmm. how are you going to present this, you know, to the public and, and to your, and, and more than to the public, your supporters, because that's the right. biggest thing. You, you know, I don't care if you've got, you know, I don't know, 10,000 people on Instagram and all that. You need to, and you should definitely put it out there to those people. But the people who are really probably going to first be giving you and who can give you that jump are the people who actually know you (laughs) Mm -hmm. and who already support you. So really make sure you start thinking about that target audience as you're deciding on that video and, and how you're going to convey your story. Um, right, so that right. it connects with people. And like you said, it can uh, be shot on your phone. I mean, if yep. you have access to um, somebody who can, you know, shoot it for you and you got a relationship there and can help you out. Um, I think the, the, the stronger the visual, the, the more compelling the story, um, the more interesting you're kind of presenting. I, I do think that that's going to only, you know, help you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, just great, great graphics. Great. Design. Just try to do as much as you can to make it look presentable and right. and, uh, and appealing, make people want to want to buy into it. Right. So. I mean, I, I have even for like film because a lot obviously films cost. It's so funny. I have um, I have a friend who is a uh, editor and film director. And when I told mm-hmm. him, like, you know, budget for music, he just laughed. He's like, well, do you, you know how much it costs to write, do a film? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be about a million dollars, right? 
<laughs> yeah. You know, that'd be a, at least six figures, right? Okay. You know, um, yeah. that's a whole nother space that I really can't report on. But when you do look at their different um, crowdfunding campaigns, Oh, and their video people so they can make it. But it's so compelling mm-hmm. because they will use clips from what they've already recorded Shot. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you've already recorded a song or you already have at least a sample of a song, if that's the background music or if you can do a little, you know, kind of cool video that kind of shows that music. Then people are like, whoa, that project's going to be about that. You know, like, oh, okay. You know, it gives people a space. But, you know, make sure it's really strong, though, because you don't want to also dissuade people. You don't want people to be like, well, that sounds like crap. You know, I mean, you want you you want to make it just giving just enough. If you if you don't have to do this, but if you do this, do this, give them just enough to feel um, to feel the moment, to feel the moment. Right, right. Yeah. The the power of the, of the project. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that that's all good stuff. I mean, we uh, yeah. we hit hit some great topics on this and uh I hope it, that you all are considering doing that if you're music, especially if you're uh if you're creating music that's artistic in in, in, yeah. in its approach. Uh this yeah. this is really the only way to really get that off the ground and not really hurt your pocket. Yeah. So yep. uh definitely consider this and um I think we got got some great ideas here. We did and it helped me again. I helped me these <laughs> these are these are very helpful uh discussions, not just for you guys as listeners, but I think for, you know, Will and I are artists as well. So great. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Perfect. Well, We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creating crimson.com or drwsmith at making money in the music biz, biz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session, with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.